Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, you damn right. And I don't know about y'all, and I mean you in this one as well, Ephraim. I don't know what your jam is when it comes to music. Let me give you one of my favorite songs because it is playing in my mind right now as we start this show. It is called Alive by Pearl Jam. Shout out to everybody who had the Green Bay Packers in their survivor pool. You are still alive. And shout out to this show, which after many, many years is Back and alive again with the great Ephraim Salam. I am Mark Willard. Whether it's 5 p.m., 8 p.m., or somewhere in between, wherever you are on your Sunday evening, this is how we are going to do it going forward throughout the football season right here on Fox Sports Radio. And I could not be more excited to say hello, my man. What's happening? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I can't, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here with you, man. You're my guy. You already know that. Hey, man, um, absolutely could not be more thrilled uh, than I am right now. And, and like I said, not just to be with you, but also that the Packers survived. What on earth was that? Had you even heard of the guy who was playing quarterback out no, there for the Patriots? No, I've uh, never even heard of this guy. Who is that? <laughs> I, I thought it was like a, um, you know, a, a Zappos, you know, type of thing, right? right. The, the heir to the Zappo <laughs> fortune where you yes. can – this This was the uh, – Zappos was like, uh, um, you know, Amazon before Amazon, where you can call, you can find anything, and they'll ship it to you. And his shoes and shirts and all of that. But you know, look, they, he came out and uh, he came to play, right? He, he came to play. Uh, Brian Hoyer came to play, and, and Green Bay is continually 
uh, unimpressive and, and and sputtering. I just I don't know, well, man. I, it's it's difficult to watch at times. I tell you what, I mean, we're about to, and we'll do it together here in about 20 minutes. We'll watch two teams who have certainly flirted with the idea of impressive, but I, I bet. Uh, you could finish your response in well less than 60 seconds. Ask you so far in the NFL this year. Go ahead and list the teams that have looked consistently impressive. Yep, that's it. Yep, there you go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now hold that's on. It. Are you not? Because people, people in Philadelphia just got triggered. People in Philadelphia did not like that answer. Is no, that fair? Nobody's watching Philadelphia yet. Uh, what? Okay? And, <laughs> and look, I don't want to take anything away from Philadelphia. Okay? Nothing. But they beat the Lions, the Vikings, the Commanders, and the Jaguars. So, I will say this. They're consistently beating bad teams. I'll put that there. How about that? Does that work? Hmm. Well, I, you know what? I like that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a big word even for me. I have no affinity for any of the teams you just listed, but um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Am I gonna? I'm not gonna say any of those teams are great. I don't even know if I use the word good, but bad. Will any the, of those the teams Jags, make the bad? playoffs? Let me ask you that. Well, the okay, way the, in, the way you feel right now, what you've seen. Will the Lions, Vikings, and Commanders in uh, are the Jaguars be in the postseason? You know what? Bold prediction going, right now. We're going to start off I'm, the show I'm, right. I'm going to say yes. Ooh. But, you, yeah, which you got to hear me now on, okay. on which one of them. Okay. Right. Because some somebody, you used to play in this division. I, do, I know. Now, I know where from, you're going. Some, somebody's going to have to go win that AFC South now. Somebody's going to have to go win it. And and if, I, if you ask me right now – put all four teams on a neutral field and tell me which one is playing the best consistent football. Yeah. Jacksonville, Jacksonville's better than Indy. They showed it. I know Jacksonville's better than Houston. Are they better than Tennessee? I mean, Tennessee is now two and two, but you know, they came out real, real wobbly as well. I feel like it's kind of, you know, it's all real. Even the Jags could win that division. They could. If you, if someone said Mark Willard, I give you, $1 million that you can place on either the Tennessee Titans or the Jacksonville Jaguars to make the postseason. <sighs> what would you do? Mm. And be honest. I will be honest. Be honest. I, like, and, 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 and maybe this is just because I'm a, I'm a gambler from maybe maybe oh, that's why. Oh, here we go. Here I, we go. I think the Jags oh, are the best God. team in that division. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can't believe – are we leading our show, our first show of the year? Are we going to lead with the Jags are good? I don't – I don't I, like I feel like I've been duped into this conversation, but the eye test of those four teams, yeah. Yeah, give me Jacksonville. No, I'm good. I'm not going to take Jacksonville. Right. I'll take – I'll take uh, – Mike Vrabel and and Derrick Henry and that defense. I, I'm not I'm not doing Jacksonville. 
I hear you. I hear happen. you. When it comes down to the end of the year, is there going to be an experienced play? I get it. Trevor Lawrence is in his first year, second half. He started to show some of his youth against a really good defense in Philadelphia. It was also sideways rain, tough to hold on to the ball. Do I? Am I making excuses? Yeah. You can call me all of that if you want. But Tennessee is also ordinary. I mean, you mentioned the names right there, and that's pretty much how far you can go. You're like, give me Derrick Henry and, um, yeah, give me Derrick Henry. Uh, like, what, what else is Tennessee offering you when it gets late in this year? Not that's it. But, you know, Derrick Henry just may be enough. <laughs> just, uh, I, I, I'm just maybe. saying, he just may be enough. What I'll is Jacksonville you, though, the, the, what, what, what is Jacksonville giving you? Well, I, I, I like the guys that they got coming out of the backfield uh, so far with what I've seen with the new coaching staff. I'm feeling that a little bit. Trevor Lawrence is getting better every week. He's taking the second year step that you want. And I like that defense, Ephraim. I do. I like them. Okay. Well, I'm not going to fight yeah. you. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight you in week four. I'll, well, now, I, I will. We're going to be together for the long haul. I'll fight you in, in week <laughs> You know, in, in week 12, we can, we can go to fisticuffs in week 12, but I'm not going to do it in week four. My man, uh, we're, we're going to have to pick our battles, and I, I don't think this is the one either no. one of us are going to pick. I, I can get that. Uh, but that said, the other side and the bigger conversation is that the NFL has always defined itself by parity. And it's, it, you know, that combined with fantasy football is why the NFL is different than all of the other leagues, which is that we can sit down and watch Jacksonville. Like we can sit down and watch any two teams. It doesn't matter if there are teams and whatnot. And, but I feel like this year it's, it's even more so than normal. I mean, honestly, if we're going to watch green Bay, fight to go to overtime against the Zappos.com quarterback to win at Lambeau Field. What on earth can we hang our hat on right now in the NFL? Like what, you know, you're asking me what I would bet on, what I can predict. I don't know. I I can't predict anything. You know, I mentioned the survivor pool, Ephraim, and, and I am. I am now one of six people left in my survivor pool. It started with about 150. It's week four, and we're down to six, and we were down to seven last week. In other words, you can't even pick one team that you know week in and week out who's going to go give you a victory. No. And and normally you would be able to lean on the elite quarterbacks, right? But look at Russell Wilson. We don't even know who that guy is. I look, know it. Look, I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. It's like, what happened to you? It was the MVP last year. And you look around the landscape, who are the elite quarterbacks? It, it's it's you know, I, I it's it, it's hard for me normally going into a game. Right when if you if you're into gambling and you're picking games, you're looking at point spreads. The first thing you do is you look at location, weather, and who's the quarterback. Right now, normally you could nope. say, okay, you got Aaron Rodgers going up against Brian Hoyer at the time. Okay, of course that's nine points. Right at home, of course. The line's going to beat Green Bay by nine. And then Brian Hoyer goes down, and then you still find yourself in overtime in a dogfight. Oh, you don't cover the spread. <laughs> right? Like, so now yeah. 
What what's going on in the in the world? Cooper Rush has turned out to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. No joke. No he can't joke. lose. And I know some some people are saying, okay, if we can lean back on the elite quarterbacks, aren't we about to see two of them go head to head on the number one show on television uh, I mean, I here in know. ten minutes? And I would respond and say, do you know that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have scored fewer points than any team in the entire NFC, uh, save the San Francisco 49ers? Now, fair comment rebuttal wait a minute tampa bay and 49ers have only played three games and you're looking at numbers that are based on everybody else playing four but like the atlanta falcons have scored over 100 points ephraim tampa bay in three games has scored 51 points let me do the quick average okay i got it that's 17 they're averaging 17 points a game and i'm pretty sure they got a pick six against new orleans which means like, yeah, Tom Brady, and I know the receivers have been out. I get it. But, yeah, how many elite quarterbacks can we really rely on? I, I, I think mostly Josh Allen, mostly Patrick Mahomes, mostly Lamar. I will throw the way Jalen Hurts has played so far, MVP candidate for sure. Um, but, man, yeah, like there, 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 there is not a lot. There's not, a, not many on that list. I, I think – this will probably be the first time in a long time uh, for the NFL where the elite quarterbacks or what we thought were the elite quarterbacks coming into the year uh, have disappointed and others are, st- are, are, are rising. And it, it's not the clear picture that we normally would think. It's been a long time since since you could say that. And... And I, I'm frankly, I'm concerned. Okay, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. Are you? Yeah, I'm. You're, you're, this is, this is a problem. This is a problem. Okay. This is. A problem. I mean, that AFC West was supposed to be. It was supposed to be it, right? This, this that was the the best quarterback division we had ever seen. And, and and Mahomes, like he's coming off a bad game. He's been fine. Herbert has also been really good outside of uh, you know a, a weird injury situation. But Russell Wilson and let's ask, let's add in Derek Carr. And congrats, they got their first win. But yeah, the offensively, those two teams out of the gate have been very disappointing. Yeah, I, I mean, watching Russell Wilson just struggle through. I, I mean, it's 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 really difficult to watch watching quarterbacks who were used to uh, being at a, a certain performance level, I'll say, and then coming out, and I get it, new team, new offense, I understand, but it it, it just it doesn't look good to 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 watch, and. We, we're seeing a lot of close games come down to the wire, a lot of mistakes, a lot of coaching mistakes. Uh, you know, when you're watching these games, you, sometimes you question and you scratch your head about why a coach decides to do whatever it, it, it is it, during the course of the game. Uh, and the outcome is that they're losing these games. And it, it's difficult to really put your finger on it. Uh, No doubt. And in fact, speaking of that, there is one specific and repetitive coaching mistake that I keep seeing, and it is becoming more and more prevalent each year. See how I teed you up right there? 
Yeah, that was very, very well played. That's professional. It was very well played. <laughs> Plus, by the way, you're talking Russell Wilson. I'm going to put you on the spot uh, about the contract that he just signed coming up next as well. Uh, good evening. Good late afternoon, wherever you are. Thank you so much for being with us. Let's have a good time for the next handful of hours, along with the great Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard. It is a football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Okay, it's Mark Willard and Ephraim Salam on Fox Sports Radio. That's right. We will come at you every Sunday, 5 to 8 Pacific, 8 to 11 in the East. And what a perfect time to kind of usher you into the uh, second to the last game of week four, but also go over everything that we've seen to this point coming up in the week. And, and by the way, one of the top games, Ephraim, did you watch a little Baltimore and Buffalo? Did that one I grab watched, you a little I bit? I watched a lot of it. I watch them all, but I watched a lot of that one. Um, Do you feel like, uh, by the way, to your earlier statement, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, are are these quarterbacks uh, on whom we can believe? Uh, We should be able to, but Josh Allen at 19 for 36 for 213 yards? You know what I mean? It's a 17-point deficit, right? Yeah, I I, I I, I know a little – Ugly, ugly at times. Oh, it's, but, it was ugly. You know. uh, it was a, a lot ugly. Um, then you have Lamar, 20, 20, 20 of 29, 144 yards, one TD, two interceptions. Both of these quarterbacks should be at the elite status, uh, which would require you to perform. Being elite make, means you show up every week. Okay? Every single week you show up. That's In order to reach that status and be there, it has to be consistently done. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. And, absolutely. And 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 it, we just haven't had that in waves yet. That I understand. However, if I'm going to look at this particular game and 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 what went wrong, um, look, there's in any football game, there's probably ten to twenty different things that we could point to when it comes to the, the end, but. My eyes are squarely on John Harbaugh. Oh, yes. And they're, they're, now they're not, it's not just John. But what I feel happened in that game, I feel has become a part of the culture. And I get it. Like, what is the big push in sports media today? Analytics. And, and you sh- it, well, analytics. And then what do you hear more of all that? It's that is absolutely answer number one. And then there's an answer number two. What else do you hear a ton more of on sports radio? You see a ton more of it on sports television. About eight years ago, Tony Romo was disallowed from doing a fantasy football event because it was in the city of Las Vegas, and the NFL went, oh, 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 excuse me. You are not allowed to do that. We will not tie our outlet to (laughs) gambling. We will not do such a thing. How about now? How we doing now? And so if I combine these two things, analytics and gambling, Mm. what do we have? We got coaches who want to go for it on fourth down all the damn time, no matter what. Some spreadsheet told me I'm supposed to go for it. I'm supposed to constantly go for it. For a while, it was fourth and inches. That became fourth and one. That became fourth and two. Now, anytime it's less than fourth and five and you don't go for it, everybody's booing you. Take another sip of beer. You're a loser. You're a wimp. You don't have any guts. What on earth? Four minutes to go, Ephraim. Ridiculous, you have brother. the ball fourth and goal at the four-yard line of a tie football game. And, oh, by the way, you haven't scored in the second half. Okay? Four minutes to go, tie game, fourth and four, four-yard line. What the hell are you doing going for it? You go, what are you doing? 
kick the football through the uprights and see if you can win the game. I that, like, and it's not just him. It's everywhere, Ephraim. It, it's hard to watch at times. Uh, I've been involved in football for a long time, been involved in the National Football League for a long time. I've been on this side of the field in the booth uh, on the microphone for a long time. And there used to be co- uh, like rules to it, right? Like if we're in our own territory, we're not going to go for it, right? If, if – you you at least had to cross the 50 to at least think about going forward on fourth down. Yep. Right? Like because that's an easy score. That's guaranteed points. That's been thrown out the window. If you're in a tie game, it's towards the end of the game and it's fourth down and you can kick the field goal to go up and force the other team to actually have to score because they're offense and defensive sides of the ball, then you kick the you get the points. You always take the points. That's now out the window. So now we have a, uh, uh, we put ourselves in a position to where if Baltimore kicks the field goal, now it's 23-20, now they force, they put the inherent pressure on Buffalo an inclement weather to drive down and either get a field goal, which then you take it into overtime, or force them to score a touchdown to try to beat you, which should be difficult. That normally would outweigh whatever John Harbaugh decided he wanted to do, which I it made zero sense, and it's the reason they lost that game. I, I just don't. I don't to, get it. I don't understand it, man. Right. Go back to the end of the first half of the AFC Championship game last year. Are the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl if the Chiefs don't so- decide let's go for it because we are flying up and down on this field and and it, this is taking candy from a baby. So let's get greedy. Let's get greedy and and, and let's go for a touchdown. And, and they end up getting nothing. And it, it, we all know what happened in the second half of that football game. And you know what? It's almost, I mean, it's a funny argument for you and I to sit here and have because uh, it, it, it's very difficult to sit here and sound like you're making the argument for, I don't know, like tapping the brakes. Can we all tap? Because it's like, who does that now? But I just, there's got to be a line. I'm not saying don't use analytics, and I'm certainly not saying that, 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 that teams shouldn't go for it in situations on fourth down where they've got some leverage. But we, we've reached this level where it's just almost automatic. If it's fourth and four, fourth and three, and there's like any discussion at all, I, like nobody's kicking field goals anymore. And if you look closely, it's losing teams' football games. Oh, by the truckloads, yes. Yes, it is. And it, it just is not – they're not sound decisions. Um, I don't know – analytics has a lot to do with it. Um, but the great thing about coaching, especially seasoned coaches, is you sort of get a feel for the game, right? These are things that numbers and and and, and, and things you can't read about. It's a feeling. The longer you do something, the more yep. feeling you have for it. My rookie year, I, everything was a blur. I mean, I it was some blitzes. I, I didn't even know. I, I was like, where did he come from? 
Right. But as right. I played, by the time I was in my fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth year, everything was slowed down. I had seen everything. I was prepared for everything a defense could do. So it made me be calm. I didn't rush. I wasn't, you know, trying to scramble and figure things out. It's the same way for coaching or any other thing you do for an extended period of time. And so when you when decisions it needed to be made, the fact that you had been doing it for a long time, you had been in that situation multiple times over the years, it was automatic. You knew what to do. Now yep. with you know the leaning into analytics and, and and the percentages and this and that, it's changed the landscape of leaning on that wisdom. And I tell you this, Mark. It's not just the NFL. It is also carried over into the NBA with the excessive shooting of three-pointers. Huh. Think about that. Yep. Think about that. We've seen teams lose a game on a fast break, a three-on-one fast break. No one went to the rim. Both of the wings stopped at the three-point line. They shot a three, missed the game, is over. This is what I'm saying, right? Once you start doing things, the natural feeling of how you learn how to do, it goes out the window. And that's the problem I have. I don't mind taking chances, but don't do it to the detriment of the win. Period. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I also think there's a fear factor here, uh, which is it's easy. Nobody ever criticizes you when you go for it and don't get it. But, man, if you don't go for it and then you end up losing a football game, man, you're done. That's it for sports radio, at least until you suit up and play again seven days later. You're going to get absolutely crushed. I think that's part of it as well. All right, I I said I was going to put you on the spot about Russell Wilson's contract. I'll ask you that question coming up in just a second. But, hey, everybody, here comes the third member of our team, and he is the absolute best in the business. Hello, Steve DeSager. How are we doing? Hello, gentlemen. Doing well, and welcome back together. Good to hear you on Sunday nights. And, you know, we've got, of course, Sunday night football for months ahead of us. That's great to just say out loud. But the NFL reports that here on the Week 4 schedule – all 14 games that have been played so far are within one score in the fourth quarter. Mm. Eight points or less. That ties for the most such games in a week all time already. It's going to wow. take a Tampa Bay comeback tonight because they gave up a touchdown in the opening minute. It's now Chiefs 7-3 at Tampa Bay. What happened is the Bucks fumbled the opening kickoff return. Two plays later, Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey, 16-yard touchdown pass for a 7-0 KC lead. Now the Bucks have answered with a 45-yard field goal from Ryan Suckup. So 7-3 is the Chiefs' lead at Tampa Bay. Green Bay at home in overtime, beat New England 27-24. Patriots quarterback Brian Hoyer left early with a head injury. Quarterback Mac Jones was out with a high ankle sprain. New England 1-3. and Arizona got a win at Carolina 26-16. At Las Vegas, it was the Raiders over Denver 32-23. Josh Jacobs on 28 carries, had 144 yards rushing and two scores. Denver running back Javante Williams was carted off with a knee injury. Buffalo now 3 
and one. Despite trailing at Baltimore twenty to three, the Bills win the game twenty three twenty. Philadelphia is four and zero after downing Jacksonville twenty nine twenty one. Miles Sanders one hundred thirty four yards rushing and two scores. The Jets won at Pittsburgh twenty four twenty, and Seattle's win was forty eight forty five at Detroit. Jared Goff four touchdown passes, one interception in defeat. But according to the folks that used to be known as StatSync, now OptiStats just for the record, the Detroit Lions through the first four games of a season, well, this is an NFL first. They've both scored at least 140 points and allowed at least 140 points in just the first four games this season. Atlanta and Dallas with home wins. Giants as well. Tennessee won at Indy 24-17. Chargers got a win at Houston 34-24. And in London, Minnesota, a winner over New Orleans 28-25. The Saints just missed a 61-yard field goal attempt. On the final play, the double doink hit the upright, the crossbar, and... Bounced in the end zone. It didn't go over. Alabama back to number one in the new college football polls today, edging Georgia. Wisconsin has fired head coach Paul Christ after a 2-3 and three start. Colorado predictably fired coach Carl Durrell after an 0-5 start. The Miami Heat gave guard Tyler Hero a four-year extension worth $120 million guaranteed. In Major League Baseball tonight, another Mets-Braves game in Atlanta. Braves have just taken the lead. Couple of bases loaded walks. 4 3 over the Mets right now in the bottom of the third inning. The Mets, if they just get one win this weekend in Atlanta, they'll win the season series and therefore only need a tie for first place to win the division. Wednesday afternoon, the regular season's over. The White Sox won at San Diego 2 1. White Sox manager Tony LaRusso will reportedly retire tomorrow. The Padres, by the way, did clinch a wild card berth. When the Brewers lost today, lost at home in 12 innings, 4-3 to Miami, and it was Philadelphia, 8-1 winners at Washington. The Phillies lead Milwaukee by two games for the final and a wild card spot. Again, 7-3, Chiefs lead at Tampa Bay, about 10 minutes to go. First quarter, back to you. Steve, great stuff. Great stuff, as always. Steve DeSager every hour. Hanging out here, Mark Willard, Ephraim Salam on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, he's right, Ephraim. I don't know if you've seen a whole lot of this team yet. Lions games are drunk. They, they like they are completely wasted. Everybody is scoring on every possession, no matter what. Uh, if you drafted Lions on your fantasy team, take a take a victory lap. That's going very well for you. They stop no one, and and no one stops them. They were down their top three weapons today, and scored forty five points it's in a un- loss. It's unreal. I've never <laughs> seen anything like this. Like first of all, shout out to the Detroit Lions offense. I mean they will put the pressure on you. But shame on their defense. I mean, the <laughs> offense must be going crazy. I mean, you... You know what's so I, funny? I mean, I, I, like, did, did you watch Hard Knocks, by yes, the way? Did you yes. watch Hard Knocks at all? Okay, do you remember there was a point, and I don't remember which, episode two, episode three, uh, based on some things that were happening in the preseason, you got Campbell over there on the sideline who's like, man, I don't know what about this team, but I know this, we got a defense. I'm like, ah, can well, we redo that episode? Because like, <laughs> well, about that, Smith just torched you. They scored double digits in all four quarters. The Seahawks. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'm not sure what's going on there, but it's fun. It's fun to watch. I love watching them. I love watching them. And God bless you if you're trying to bet on them in the spread. I, I mean, <laughs> good luck. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, T.J. Hawkinson, a tight end, had 179 yards receiving today. It's crazy. 
I, I, I mean, <laughs> you can't even explain what's going on. No. Oh, gosh. And and Jared Goff looks, uh, you know, very passable. Like, I mean, he looks he looks solid. He I, I, I don't want to say he looks like old Jared Goff. He looks better than old Jared Goff, quite he's frankly. He's definitely comfortable in that offense. Yeah. And yeah. good for him. Um, they, they're, they're going to win some games. They're going to win some games. They're going to be able to eventually stop someone. Um, but putting up those points, that that's, that's, you need to score in this league. And as long as you can do that, you can try to work on and fi- fix the defense, uh, try different schemes, whatever. But as long as they can put the ball in the end zone or through the uprights, they're going to have some success, which they desperately need. Yeah, no doubt about it. So uh, it's at least it it is very different in Detroit. I don't know if they're winning yet, but that traditional Thanksgiving game where they lose 16 to 13. No, that's uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's changed. It's it's now going to be 41 to 38. So so yay, yay, yay Thanksgiving for uh, for all of us. Um, Speaking of quarterbacks looking like their old selves, you mentioned it. Russell Wilson does not. So. Uh, two hundred and fifty million dollars. Did the Seahawks just pull a fast one on the Broncos? What do you think? I don't think they did. Uh, I think the talent is there. Even if you know, even looking at his game today, it didn't look great. It didn't feel like there was a rhythm or or chemistry there. But when you look at him, he played well. Seventeen of twenty-five, two hundred and thirty-seven yards. It's almost ten yards, uh, you know, uh, ten yards a catch. Um, two touchdowns. He had a passing rate of one twenty four, one twenty five. So yeah. I, I, I get it. It just doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't feel like watching the game. It, it seems a little disjointed. It doesn't seem like he has the command and the control we're used to seeing him. Uh, with in in Seattle, that's that's all I'll say. You know, you know what I mean. Well, I I completely know what you mean, and you start to wonder how quickly. And I don't think we're there yet. It's been four games, but um, everything that we know about Russell Wilson and whether these are mm, accusations, rumors, whatnot. I mean, I think by now we've all talked to and heard from plenty of Seattle Russell Wilson teammates enough to know that many were in his corner and many were rubbed the wrong way uh, by Russell Wilson through the years. And, and certainly the organization eventually was as well. And what that came down to was, sure, Russell Wilson wanted to Uh, He wanted to have a say in the room. He wanted more focus on the offensive line. He wanted to throw the ball a heck of a lot more than he ran it. And then he goes to Denver, and and he's certainly throwing out there this vibe of like, okay – now I've got it, right? Now I've got a team that's in my corner, and they, here comes the contract, and this is going to be all about me. And, and then what do we see the first two weeks from Nathaniel Hackett? Uh, he's the only guy who doesn't fit into the box that you and I just created 15 minutes ago. <laughs> he, he's terrified of giving Russell Wilson the, the, the ability to do anything on the football field. Um, so that doesn't look like what Russell was looking for at all. No, it, it doesn't, and – you know, I mean, we could do a whole show on Nathaniel Hackett and his decisions and and and, and some of the things that he's he's done and not done. Um, it, it's so funny 
because these the coaches are getting younger and younger. And so the, this notion that experience isn't all that it, it is it's it used to be, right? And we're seeing these young coaches make decisions about things that normally you, you know you wouldn't do like cock management, you know, going for play calls, all kinds of things that right. you know, youth what what was what is the saying? Youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You, you know right. You, you know what I mean? So there is there is definitely uh, a learning curve and, and and we're seeing these young coaches go through that right now. We saw, you know, Cliff Kingsbury going through it in Arizona and dealing with Kyler Murray this offseason. It's just all these types of things um that you just got you got to you got to be in the foxhole long enough to 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 be able to identify them and 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 get better. Uh Kyler Murray is an interesting name as well and another example maybe of a situation where you got a quarterback, you got a team, and almost always when they're in that situation, they make the same decision. The question is, should they? I'll explain what I'm talking about coming up next with Ephraim Salam. It's Mark Willard. It's Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
It is the great dilemma of NFL teams. You actually kind of want to end up in this situation. However, it's also a headache. And I truly mean that you only kind of want to be in this situation. I think we get it. We know the teams that are probably set up to do really good things over the next five to seven years in the NFL. If you have Josh Allen on your team, if you have Patrick Mahomes on your team, if you have maybe Justin Herbert on your team, we're projecting a little bit there. If you have Lamar Jackson on your team, and maybe if you have Jalen Hurts, we're also projecting a little bit there. But if you have one of those guys right now, you're set up. But that's five. That's five out of 32 teams. We also know the teams where it's like, man, I, I, like Carolina, who, 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 who's your quarterback? What, what exactly are you doing over there? So we'll put them over in another separate bucket of you're not close. But Ephraim, what do you do if you're an NFL team and you're like, our quarterback is um, good. <laughs> Uh, not great. Um, Arizona Cardinals, Dallas Cowboys, Raiders. Quarterback's good. Minnesota Vikings, eh, good. What do you do? Do 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 you go ahead and say, "Yep, fifty million a year, hang out with us, and we'll keep like." going nine and eight and kind of making the playoffs and sort of competing in January. What do you do if you're a GM in that situation? Well, the toughest thing about being in that situation is you never know when you'll find that guy that can transcend and take you to the next level. Right, you asked me um, before the break about Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson's contract. Right, Russell has played at an elite level for a long time. When you have a chance to do something like that, we saw it when they went and got Peyton Manning. It, it manifested into a Super Bowl win for him. Two trips to the Super Bowl with one win. You have to, when you have a proven commodity, a proven guy who's played at the highest level you can possibly play and been successful consistently, you got to make it happen. Either that or you leave it up to your scouting department and you draft the heir apparent, the guy you think can take you to the next level. Similar to what Jacksonville is going through right now. For such a long – since Mark Brunel, they've been, you know, scraping by by just guys at the quarterback position. They thought they had Blake Bortles, Blaine Gabbert. It just it, – it never pans out. Yep. They get Trevor Lawrence. Last year was a debacle because of Urban Myers. And so now we see some of the, the things we saw from, from Trevor at, at in college – Right, you know, his command is is more talent around him, more stable uh, coaching staff and environment for him, and so now Jacksonville, who is very competitive, uh, your odds on favor to win the Super Bowl. That's what you said earlier. Uh, 
now, now, now they're in a position. They're in Hosting a, a playoff game in January, book it. They're in a position to see him grow, and he could be the guy for the next 12 years. Those are only two options. If you can – very rare – it's very rare that you can find an elite quarterback on the open market, and I think that's right. why uh, the the Cleveland Browns took a chance, no matter how dramatic it was, on someone yeah. like Deshaun Watson. Okay, so there are a bunch of teams in this position. They usually always make the exact same decision. There's one team recently that was in that position and decided to do both. Uh, we'll explain all of this. More to discuss coming up on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, mark it down as your way to sort of finish off your Sunday every single Sunday on Fox Sports Radio, 5 to 8 Pacific, 8 to 11 in the East after all of the afternoon games are done. We come at you with everything that maybe you missed and the perspective of what you didn't miss. I will say this, Ephraim, um, I I don't (laughs) know. I don't know. Everybody brings it in differently. Some people are still the traditional fan. Uh, You love one team, and you clear out the day for that one team. I'll say this. um, Whatever your television provider is, um, if you have some form of a red zone channel, and we live in California, so I'll call it 1230 Pacific time, that hour from 1230 to 130 on the red zone channel, quite frankly – I think is the best television I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I give me something that gives you that. And yes, in a 2022 form of we have absolutely zero attention span, so we're going bing, 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 bing all over the place. And I know that bothers some people, but tell me something that is more entertaining than the ten games coming down the stretch, and basically everybody who was winning is no longer winning all at one specific time. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's must-see TV. Um, I love the Sunday ticket because I get to I, – I literally – when I say watch every game, I watch every single game. And, yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and it's just amazing. I was having a conversation with my mother-in-law today because I'm constantly switching between games and, and tracking things that I'm not listening to and then the other thing and – and they're just like, she's like, how do you, what do you, why, how do you keep track of everything? I said, well, it takes, it takes some getting used to, but once you do, the game I'm listening to, which is primarily the Buffalo uh, Baltimore game. But then once that action is done or in between plays, I immediately focus on something else, which, and then you just end up, you know, ping ponging and in and, and all eight, nine of the games. And I've got it down to a science, and I love it, man. It is it's thrilling to 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 watch. I get that question all the time, you know, and I, I know people think that when we do sports radio for a, a living, like, is there a script, and how do you know what to say? And it's like, no, we we actually do just talk this much. This is actually who we are uh, as people. But when people ask that question, how do you keep track of all of it? I'm like, how do you not? (laughs) Like, I'll look out my window on an NFL Sunday, and there's somebody out there exercising. They're like working out. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Like, what? Aren't you? Aren't you bothered by the fact that? (laughs) 
aren't you bothered? Aren't you? You're missing everything. What are you doing out there? Yeah. You can't go run errands during this. They're the farmers market. You can't go market. be good to yourself. Right? right. Like what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? How do you? How do you go places in the middle of this? I mean, uh, I just yeah. I don't. I don't know how you can. Uh, miss any of it so that's how you keep track of all of it you're just wired a certain way where you 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 can't see it any other way and so sure we get to now and that's what one of the reasons i'm so excited to be doing this specific slot with you here for football season uh because it's going to give us an opportunity to just sort of unwind and uh and 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 work our way through uh decompress if you will after everything that we've just watched Um, And so here's another one. You know, we were just talking about all of those teams that end up with your B-plus level quarterback, if you will, or your guy who's definitely a guy. He can go win you football games. He's going to keep you in the top half of the league. He might even get you to the playoffs. But I can also look at him and go, well, that guy's not winning a Super Bowl. And I hate to be a, you know, I'm not that dream crusher kind of a guy. I know that there are always exceptions. Everyone always brings up the same guys, right? It's Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson. And, you know, you can go <laughs> win a Super Bowl with those people. But but not really, but, not consistently. Right? <laughs> you know, right? So, like, if everything's perfect around you. Ex- but, Rex but for Grossman. example. Thank you. Right. Right. If you add in the guys that lost the Super Bowl, hell, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, fits into that description. So if you add in the guys who lost the Super Bowl, it gets even bigger. But let me ask you about a guy. Maybe it's a weird day to ask because he won. But did the Cardinals do the right thing signing up for Kyler Murray long term? Uh, That's a tough one. I I thought. the biggest thing you want from your, your your quarterback, first of all, you want the talent. You need him to have the talent. Um, but then you also want him to be the face of your franchise. And with that comes a certain level of maturity that I didn't think Tyler Murray exhibited this offseason. And moving forward, I mean, when just think about it. They put language in the contract that let the world know that he didn't take – his film study serious. I mean, they did that. They didn't just decide that, oh, oh, maybe we'll we'll do that. That was a real thing. That they something that transpired in his first few years in the league led them to believe he wasn't studying enough. Which is a red flag at, 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 for your quarterback. <laughs> you better so, believe it, yes. Right. So signing up for that long term, and then they walked it back, took it out of the contract, but signing up for that long term, um, I you know, I don't know if they're going to get what um, what they hoped out of it, but the, the market is barren when it comes to uh, – quarterbacks with that level of skill yes he's short and all that but he's a playmaker we saw it today and he brings another element to uh to the game that not a lot of quarterbacks have and so you're in a position where yeah we we have to do this because at least we know he gives us a competitive chance to be good you got to remember what they started seven eight no uh, uh last year yep. uh before injury yep. injuries ravaged them they made it to the playoffs and, and, and just couldn't overcome the key players uh, missing, uh, especially DeAndre Hopkins. So 
the talent is there. If everything around it is 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 the way it's supposed to be, then yeah, he can get you to that, and he may luck up and and scramble his way into a Super Bowl win. Uh, I tell you what, normally I would support, and we've had this conversation a lot in San Francisco in the last couple of years, which is I would support when a team says, okay, we got a guy and he's good. Eh, Isn't that great? We don't love everything he does. And over a certain amount of time, we actually have come to feel like we can get to a certain level of consistency with this person, but maybe it doesn't give us the best chance to get over the top. And so we're moving on. Now that is a gutsy thing to do. That is essentially what the San Francisco 49ers did last year. But they have, whether on purpose or not, kept one leg on each side of the fence, the first time on purpose, the second time probably not on purpose, It's led to the most unique quarterback situation I think I've ever seen in my life where you put unbelievable resources into your brand new guy and call him the starter, yet he's still, after now two full seasons, once we get to the end of this year, will have only started four games, and the guy he's replaced is still there. So I was fully supportive of all teams saying, look, we've got to be plus we're willing to take a risk and go get an A, but now we're also watching, (laughs) and maybe this is just very circumstantial, but we're watching what can happen when you do that. And man, I mean, Ephraim, I get it. I get it because if you're a staff, you are putting yourself squarely in the crosshairs when you try to do something like this, and then it doesn't work. Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it has a boom or bust level of 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 activity, right? Like either you're gonna hit and Trey Lance is going to be the next one, the next Lamar Jackson, that's the boom, or you get the bust aspect of it. And he never quite uh matures or materializes and, and becomes that elite guy. Sort of like you know what we are seeing with Sam Darnold and 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 all of those young quarter Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen didn't even get a chance. I mean, is he even still in the league? Right, right. Like I, I think he's I on somebody's be, practice squad, was, right? Like, yeah, it, 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 he was bouncing around with the Browns during preseason. Right, I feel like crazy. it's his fifth team already. Yeah, yeah. I, but 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 no, you're right. He never really got a shake. And, and so now you find yourself in 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 that situation. Uh, look at Geno Smith. Right? You you get drafted to the Jets. You might as well chalk your first four years in the league up. Right? Good luck. Right? <laughs> right. And, and so now, after nine years or so, Geno Smith gets an opportunity to, you know, rebrand himself as possibly a, being a starter moving forward in this league. But it it, it, it takes time, and not everybody, I think, I think the thing that got this skewed and put a lot of pressure on these young quarterbacks and GMs and coaches is when RG3 and Andrew Luck came into the league. Before, it was like, hey, even if they start for a, a year, then we it's growing pains, right? Peyton Manning led the league in interceptions his first year. It was throwing the ball all over the place. 
threw for a bunch of yards, threw for a bunch of picks. Okay. But he eventually turned into one of the greatest to ever play. So that was the thing. Like, we didn't expect greatness right off the bat. Then you get RG3, who comes in, starts the last seven games of the season, regalvanizes the then Redskins, and now it's like, oh, my God. On the flip side of that, you had Andrew Luck at the Indianapolis Colts, who was in a complete rebuild year. They went 2-14 and 14 the year before. Their roster was awful. Offensive line was awful. He went 11-5, and five and they went to the playoffs. Right. So right. now the, the, the measuring stick for young quarterback talent, it moved. It completely moved, and every team is trying to draft the Andrew Luck, who can come into the league no matter what your roster looks like and make you a winner. Tough game to play. Yeah. It's a really tough game. Yeah, to get you fired. I mean, you know, <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's look at it. How you feeling right now? And just give me, you know, like a confidence meter one through ten. We had these five quarterbacks who were drafted a year and a half ago. Okay, and it was considered this, you know, very memorable quarterback draft, if you will. Number one overall, Trevor Lawrence. Confidence meter on him someday becoming a thing. One through ten. Where are you putting it? I'd give it a seven right now. Okay, seven, which is, I think, if you're Jacksonville, you feel pretty good about you, you that. You do. It's an upswing. Again, yeah, it is. And, and then again, it was also a very easy pick to make. He was called a generational draft yep. pick for two years before he was picked. Okay, second overall pick, a guy who didn't show up until halfway through the college football season as an elite player. Uh, you also made the comment a minute ago, and you're right. If you do spend your first four years as a Jet, you're probably hosed no matter who you are. But Zach Wilson, how you feeling? I'm, I'm going to give him about a four. Okay. I'll give him a four because he's at the Jets, although they, you know, they were, they were they're playing now. Robert Sala got those guys playing. They might have the talent or whatever, but he's still too reckless for me. Right? They're, once you go to a team without real structure – and without a dynamic offensive uh, coordinator and offense and a QB coach, that's what you really need. We saw it with Josh Allen. That's that's what you really need if you're a young quarterback. Uh, then I, I mean, you know, good. It's feast or famine for real every game, man. Gee whiz. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, third overall pick, Trey Lance. Only seen four games. How you feeling? Uh, I'm around a three on Oof. Trey Lance. Uh, and look, the sample size isn't there, but what we've seen, it's not, I'm not impressed. Yes, he's talented. He's got a cannon for an arm. He's athletic. Yeah, that doesn't win you football games, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Reading defenses, making the right play, doing the right things. That the, That's what wins you defense. I mean, that's what wins you games. And when you look at Kenny Pickett, the sample size on him is is even smaller than Trey Lance's, but I, I I mean he should be the starter from here on out in in, in Pittsburgh. Okay, you, right. We're going to talk about that in just a second for sure. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but what about the other two? Justin Fields, where are you sitting? Oh, man, I, maybe a five. <laughs> really? My five. I feel like that's six? being very generous. It, it is. But- I'm watching. I'm watching Red Zone today, and 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 he completed a ball, and they go, Justin Fields has completed a forward pass. I'm like, oh, my gosh, if that's what you – like, that's the – 
<laughs> I, That's I, the most embarrassing thing you can say when you get excited about it in the NFL. I, I would say five because his roster is so bad. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, you had to keep that in mind. I, I would say five, his roster is so bad. Now, if you put him on a team where they – you know they have a a a, a roster in, in, around him with receivers and and all. then you're like okay come on bro like it, it's there the talent is there but the roster is so bad and it may be it's been that way since he's been in the league I, I'll give him a five because I mean they're two and two he's finding a way whatever that way yeah. is he's finding yeah. a way yeah um and then Mac Jones. Uh, you know, I'll give Mac Jones. Uh, I'll give him an eight. I'll give okay. him. A, I'll give him an eight. Your highest he, rating goes to Mac Jones. It, it does because of the success he's had. And granted, he's in a position in the situation where they're going to protect him at all costs. But what that lets me know is he can take coaching. He can take coaching, and if you play within the system. Remember, everybody thought Tom Brady was a system quarterback for quite some time. Yep. Quite some time. If you can play within the system, then you can have ultimate success. And Mac Jones is one of those guys. He's not flashy. He's not going to blaze up the job. Like, he, ooh, did you see that? No, but what he will do is he'll get you first downs, he'll keep the drive alive, and he can score for you in the red zone. That's why I put him the highest. Okay, now, there is a team that probably is in the most fascinating quarterback situation in the entire NFL if we spotlight right now. We'll talk about that coming up next as we continue with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio. Well, okie dokie, we just had this conversation about 90 minutes ago, Ephraim. You, so saw, you saw it. Let's dive in. Tell me, fourth and one. Yep. You can have a 51-yard field goal try if you want. Mm -hmm. You're up by 11. There's five minutes to go in the first half. The momentum has recently swung to your opponent. They got their first touchdown, but you're still up 11. 21 to 10. You're moving the ball. You have a 51-yard field goal if you want it. It is fourth and one, and you have a very, very good quarterback. Do you go for it? Um, me personally, with yeah. th- with the lead that you have, no, I kick the field goal. Fifty one yards is well within an NFL kicker's range. So now it's twenty four ten. You get to kick off, right? Give your opponent who oh by the way has the greatest quarterback to ever play a long field. <laughs> Right? Like, that's the type of thinking that you're supposed to do. Oh, are we going to go for it? It's fourth and one. The play was open. It didn't work. Now you give that set court, the same quarterback we just mentioned, the aforementioned quarterback, a short fill and a possibility with it five minutes to go in the second half to get points going into the half. You tell me. Can Well, let me devil's advocate for a second. Please, be the devil. My kicker's hurt. Then I I I punt the ball. I have a backup. I have a kicker, Mm -mm. but he's not my regular kicker. Punt the ball, pin him down inside the five, uh, make make Tom Brady earn it. Hopefully we can get a quick three and out, get the ball back. That's what you do. Okay. But guess where the ball is right now? 
Yeah, yeah. It's just short of midfield. It's just short of, yep, 34-yard line, and Tom Brady takes over. Okay, let me, secondary devil's advocate. Well, they got the ball back anyway. Sack fumble. Well, <laughs> well they just did but, a sack fumble. But we didn't know that. <laughs> we didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> okay, second, second devil's advocate okay. if I'm Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. The play I ran was perfectly was run, and it was, it was wide, wide open, open. And, and and my receiver just straight dropped. As, as long as long as we're 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 doing this with human beings, there is going to be human error attached to it. All that also has to be calculated, right? All, that is also part of the risk assessment, correct? Human, no doubt, nature. Sure. All right. So the, the the interesting thing here, and I think you feel this too, because you even thought about it for a sec. This particular situation is not one of the egregious situations you and I talked about earlier. No. I'll give you another one here in just a second. This one is debatable, but I promise you that Andy Reid didn't even think about it for a second. It's just go for it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Let me give you let me give you another one that happened earlier today. That quite frankly, this is where I really. This is where the arrogance really comes <laughs> dripping off of the television screen. Okay? The Arizona Cardinals mm. scored a touchdown. They're up 20 to 10. They scored a touchdown. And they went for two. Cliff, what are you doing? You didn't get the two. And you created a two-score game, and the Panthers went right down the field and got a touchdown. Now, they didn't get their two-point conversion, but if they did, you've created a completely different fourth quarter. An extra point makes it a three-score game against Baker Mayfield, who has not been able to move the ball at all for a month. What? What kind of arrogance am I looking at here? Uh, it's, it, Is this goes, just because you're like I? I have this cool play that I need to show you. What are you doing? Yeah, it, it's a it's a lot of egos involved in making these calls and things like that. And you know, you're at a point where you sometimes lose track of the game itself, right? The extra point makes it a three points game. I mean, a three possession game. Uh, you take that all day, correct? I mean, of course. That's of just course. that's that's easy. That's what, but that's what you do when ego gets involved. It's like, oh, I want whatever you think you want to do, right? Whatever I want to do this, or I want to work on that, or I want to stick it to them. what? That, none of that belongs in decision making when it comes to sports. Like to me, that's dangerous because. Then you'll put yourself in situations where you can give a game back. And and you get a lot of that. You see a lot of that happening. Crazy. I just, uh, I, yeah, that, that kind of stuff I feel like has become, um, has just become commonplace. 
Uh, you mentioned when ego gets involved. Here's the opposite of that. Steve DeSager, ladies and gentlemen, with everything that is trending, and then we will indeed get into that Steelers situation that you just mentioned a couple of minutes ago. But let's get the latest. Here comes our man, Steve DeSager. Hi, Steve. Hello again, gentlemen. Second and goal coming up for the Chiefs with three minutes left in the second quarter at Tampa Bay. Chiefs up 21-10, and we had another one of those Patrick Mahomes plays here in the first quarter. This was a short touchdown pass that got him a 21-3 lead earlier in this period. Mahomes, according to Next Gen Stats, scrambled around nearly 40 yards and then flipped the ball for the two-yard TD to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They say Mahomes, in his career, already has four touchdown passes when he scrambled at least 30 yards first. No other quarterback has more than one of those in the last four years. He's crazy. 13 of 20. 125 yards, two touchdowns in the first half. By the way, Tom Brady does have a touchdown toss to Mike Evans. Brady, 10 of 12, 131 yards and a score. But under three minutes to go till halftime. Chiefs in the lead, 21-10. Kansas City scored in the opening minute of tonight's game. Two plays after the Bucks fumbled the opening kickoff return. Earlier, Green Bay in overtime beat New England 27-24 on a 31-yard field goal as time expired. Each team had gone three and out in the OT, and then Green Bay went on a 12-play, 77-yard game-winning drive. New England now 1-3. and three. At Carolina, Arizona was a winner 26-16. Boy, Baker Mayfield, one touchdown pass, three turnovers. How about this? Panthers, 11 drives, 11 first downs. At Las Vegas, the Raiders beat Denver 32-23. How did the Denver offense do? 11 drives, 12 first downs. And running back Javante Williams was carted off with a knee injury, feared to be serious, according to NFL Network. Buffalo came back for a win at Baltimore 23-20. The Bills were down 20-3, but kicked a short field goal on the final play to win. Philadelphia is now 4-0 after downing Jacksonville 29-21. Miles Sanders on 27 carries at 134 yards rushing and two scores. The Jets won at Pittsburgh 24-20. Seattle got a win at Detroit 48-45. Geno Smith 320 yards passing and two touchdowns. In fact, Seahawks PR points out that Geno has a 77 77% completion percentage mm. so far. 102 of 132, which means through the first four games of a season, that's the highest completion percentage by any quarterback in his first four games of a season in the history of the NFL, minimum 125 <laughs> attempts. That's Geno Smith. Geno, baby. We're talking of about, course. ladies and gentlemen. Of course. I love it. Atlanta and Dallas, it. each one at home. <laughs> Giants as well. Road wins for Tennessee and the Chargers. And in London, Minnesota beat New Orleans 28-25. Alabama's back to number one in the new college football polls, edging Georgia. Ole Miss moved up to number nine. Kentucky fell to 13, NC State down to 14. Wisconsin tonight fired head coach Paul Christ after a 2-3 and three start. Colorado fired coach Carl Durrell after an 0-5 oh start. Both Christ and Durrell will be getting many millions in a buyout. Florida defeated Eastern Washington today 52-17. NASCAR win for Chase Elliott. And baseball's regular season ends this Wednesday afternoon tonight in Atlanta. Well, there's just been a home run hit by the Braves, so it's 5-3 over the Mets now in the bottom of the sixth inning. Going for a sweep, the Braves for the moment lead the Mets by one game in the NL East. Padres lost, but they clinched a wild card berth when the Brewers lost in 12 innings. And Philadelphia got a win and now leads Milwaukee for the last NL wild card by two games with three to play. And if you've noticed, we haven't mentioned Aaron Judge's name on the show. 0 for 3, three strikeouts, Yankees lost at home. 3-1 to Baltimore. We can update... 
Sunday night football, about two minutes to go. Kansas City, 28-10 leaders at Tampa Bay. 28, not yet halftime. Back to you. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. That Tampa Bay defense looking so good. See, Andy Reid looked at uh, you and me, Ephraim, and went, see, told you. That's why you go for it on fourth down, because I trust my defense. That's why you do it. All right, yeah. You and I both wanted it to be 24 to 10, and now it's 28 to 10. So It's all right. You know. It's okay. <laughs> we'll take the L on that yeah, one. I'm man. fine with that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Unpredictability to me sort of runs through everything Steve was just telling us, you know, that, that Javante Williams injury, which, which sounds really bad and, and, and very, very unfortunate, all the things that we thought we knew about the AFC West and, you know, Javante Williams, not like the, the, the face of the AFC West by any stretch, but uh, by the same token, that's certainly going to change uh, everything that we may have thought we knew about Denver and combine that with Russell Wilson looking the way he has so far. I wasn't even that high on them coming into it. I didn't think they were a bad team, but no, I was a little I, bit higher on the Raiders. I, I thought the Raiders would be better than they were. Like I, I thought Denver was the fourth best team in that division, and that wasn't really that much of a slight. And, and but, that's, uh, but and, now, and, yeah. And, and that's where I think we differ. I had, um, you know, the Raiders rank fourth in that just with the with Russell Wilson being at the Broncos uh, that just gave them you know the upper hand I mean because reality if you were at the beginning of the season if you were to ask Oakland would they take Russell Wilson or Derek Carr I'm pretty sure they would have took Russell Wilson they're taking Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As well as the majority of every other team, you know, if that was the, the case between those two players. So with that, the, uh, you know, with that notion, I, I would put Denver uh, ahead of them um, and have having the Chargers and, and KC battling it out for for the, the, the division title. That's where I saw that's it at the it. beginning. With yeah. that said, yeah, that, it I, hasn't – I did too. Yeah. I saw the top the same way. And although based on what we know now, quarter of the way into the season, I think it's a lot more uh, of, of the same, you know, the chargers and this isn't necessarily anything against them. Joey Bosa is now out. Uh, Justin Herbert looked fine today, but you know, was compromised for a period of time. And we know what we know about the ownership of that organization. And to me, I believe it actually is one of those rare circumstances where it, it totally affects the team. Uh, it trickles on down. They sort of play 17 road games and, and it makes it harder for them to, to make the playoffs. And people laugh at that, but I, I don't see how it wouldn't be that way. Like think about what we know in the NFL if 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 Vegas tells you on a week to week basis hmm. that home field advantage is worth three, it's worth three points, and the Chargers never get that. Well, <laughs> that's a problem. That is a that's problem. A, it is like that. That's a huge disadvantage against the rest of the league. Yeah, when you don't even get your three when you're at home, yeah, it, it does. <laughs> right. Um, it it you, you know. The Chargers are, are 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 extremely talented. Now, not having Keaton Allen really hurts. Uh, yep. Mike Williams is a beast. He's always been a beast, but he's always been in the shadow of Keenan Allen. Gerald Everett decided to show up uh, at tight end, and Austin Eckler is just a you know Swiss Army knife. He can do everything. 
Right. Justin Herbert is the quarterback of the future. I don't think we would argue that. I mean, I, I think I mean he can do every he can make every throw. He can do I mean he's dynamic. It's coming. He's fantastic. Yes. Uh, yes. And so I, I just they're in a position now at two and two to you either <laughs> it's a line, it's a line in the sand, man. Which which way are you going? You going up, mm-hmm. you going right? You going down, you going left. And they got to figure this thing out uh because uh m- moving forward uh they got the Browns, you know, at the Browns, the Broncos, Seahawks, and the Falcons and they should win all four all three of those games going into the Niners game. Um in my estimation, they should at least be 6 and 2. I agree. I agree. Five and, and two, and I bet a lot of money that they. I bet, bet a lot of money that they won't be. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, six, just, six is to those four it's games. Not Browns, the way it works. Browns, Broncos, right. Seahawks, and, and Falcons. Now the Seahawks, Geno got might have something to say about that. Um, well, because he's playing well, I'm, and I'm I'm happy for him too. Yeah, apparently he's the most accurate passer now in the history of the NFL. Ever, so ever. That coming as well. Take that, Jets. <laughs> okay. All right, so speaking of the quarterback of the future, you made a statement earlier that Kenny Pickett should go the rest of the way for the Steelers. I don't disagree, but I am also currently scratching my head at the way the Pittsburgh Steelers have handled the quarterback position for this season. Kenny Pickett is an early draft pick, but Kenny Pickett is not somebody you moved up to number one or number two or number three overall to get. So I don't know that he was necessarily the guy where you're like, look, clear the decks, everybody move out, here comes (laughs) Kenny Pickett. I didn't feel that from the Steelers. Mm -mm. Uh, Okay, and so if it's not that, then why would your placeholder, if you will, not be somebody – who you had a chance to be higher on than Mitch Trubisky because this is the Steelers we're talking about. This is the Pittsburgh freaking Steelers. This is a high, high level organization. It's a team, by the way, sitting in a division that's got a lot of middling stuff going on. I think the Ravens are a good football team. I get that. And the Bengals are coming off of a Super Bowl, but a very wobbly start for them so far. Um, And then the Browns are, well, they're the Browns, and they're in the midst of all the stuff that's going on there. This is a division where you, you could have competed, and, and Pickett, to me, feels like a guy who, who should have pulled a Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers. In, in a perfect world, you sit for a year and, and just learn and watch the way we do things around here. But now he's forced into duty because you went with a really, like, sort of – I don't know, light-level placeholder, and and now he's thrown in. And by the way, he did some good things today, but he also threw the game away. Really, really, like he threw a pick that you just cannot throw uh, at at the end of that game. To me, and you're absolutely right, if you're going to sit a guy for a year, sit him behind somebody he can learn from. Yeah. Right? Like, that is the the key. If you don't have a guy that you would want – your young quarterback to emulate, then you're wasting time. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre, Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith. 
and they were like 15 and one or some something like something crazy, whatever that was. It was like nine and zero oh to start that, <laughs> right? Uh, so you couldn't put him in. But if you don't have that guy, where your young star can just study and watch and learn from, then put him in the game because if he had been playing these last three weeks. He may not have thrown those picks. He may not have uh, lost the game uh, today. Right? So reps and experience matter. He needs to see every look he can possibly see as soon as possible if you don't have a guy who's going to get you to the playoffs himself at the quarterback position. And Mitchell Trubisky is not that guy. Uh, obviously that guy doesn't grow on trees, but I'll give you a couple of names, for example, that I think the Steelers would have been smart to look at uh, for this coming year. We'll do that coming up next and continue with everything that was week four in the National Football League. By the way, including what happened on Thursday, that's still ahead as well with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you, Green Bay Packers. Thank you so much. Still alive, Ephraim. 
Still alive. Still alive. Survivor pool week five coming up next week. Six people left to go. Um, Far and away the farthest I've ever gone in a survivor pool, by the way. I'm usually terrible at these things. (laughs) Um, So so that's fun. By the way, speaking of fun, uh, how early did you get up this morning? West Coaster? Um, Did you do the 6.30 wake-up call? I got up. I I was up about 6.30. I wasn't up watching games, so I didn't watch the game. I um, you didn't watch London? No, I was writing. I had a script that I had to uh, have in by tomorrow, but I wanted to get it done so I can watch football all day. You're such a uh, jack of all trades, or <laughs> I don't know if it's all trades, just many trades. I do a lot. I got, I a lot got of up trades, at six thirty on a a week four. You're like, I mean, people hear that, right? It's Eve from Salam, thirteen years in the league, sports media vet, week four, National Football League. I got up. And I wrote a script. Yeah, I was just, I was really, um, uh, I'm going in the, the pre-production uh, prep for my episode next week. And some changes to the episode is getting ready to film this week happen. So it's like a domino effect. So I had to make the changes based on, uh, you know, what the showrunner wanted to do. And, you know, they allowed me the opportunity to make those changes in my script. So. Um, respect the grind. Absolutely. Um, I was also up in the six o'clock hour. Um, and that's because I have kids and a dog. <laughs> and so, uh, that's why I was up at six thirty. but yeah, we turned on the London game and, uh, you can all get mad at me for this, even though I don't think you will. It's not that hot of a take, but, uh, in a very short sample, the saints look better with Andy Dalton than they do with Jameis Winston. Um, that they, they just do. They, they, they looked a lot more efficient. Um, they, they like the, the throws, the, the throws that you need to make as an NFL passer were made. We know who Andy Dalton is, you know, once upon a time, he was one of those guys we were talking about earlier, your B level quarterback who kind of keeps you in it and, and competes to make the playoffs every year, but not quite good enough to get over the top. That's who Andy Dalton was, but that's sort of my point about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you can't just go sign some superstar to teach Kenny Pickett, but a, a Dalton, a Wentz, a Garoppolo, I would have done that over over Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. I I, I would have done any of those. Yeah, I would have definitely tried to get Jimmy. Think that would have been great for um, for Kenny Pickett. I. I don't know what the Trubisky angle was or or what they thought um, the value he would bring bring to that. If you draft in Kenny Pickett, then if you don't have one of those suitable guys, then you just put him in, man. And, you, you, you know, there's a pretty big quarterback class coming up this year. So at the very least, you want to know what you got. You want to know if you can ride out with him. Uh, and 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 if he's gonna be the guy, just feels to me like the Pittsburgh Steelers now at this point have sort of like, I I mean the season that's it like and I hate to say it that way it's because he's a pup it's not his fault he's got to go through his learning process and whatnot but the Steelers um, are now turning it over to a rookie uh, that's only gonna go so far all right the drama of the week. We'll get into that coming up next. Yeah, the maiden voyage 
sort of. Then again, it's back again the same way it ever was. Along with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio, hang with us after at least the majority of the NFL is done every single week. We will be with you here across all of these Fox Sports Radio platforms, and we thank you for doing this with us. Five to eight in the West and eight to 11 every Sunday in the East. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, we are, as you heard Steve said, at halftime of the Sunday night football game. He'll do a great job, as always, keeping you up to date on everything going on there, as will we. And then going through everything that took place this week. And, and Ephraim, I, I'm not quite done yet with Thursday night. And I, and I want to start by asking you just, you know, from person to person experience, I, whatever you're willing to share, like what, what was your experience in your career with the concussion issue, if you will? Um, you got to remember, I played at a time. I came in the league in 98. So there was no real concussion issue. <laughs> Uh, our protocol. I don't remember anyone missing a game from a concussion. Um, I believe I played in 159 games, and I don't think I've ever missed a play from a concussion. Uh, just the the adherent nature of of the position I played. One would say that that's impossible, right? Uh, I have a collision every play, 65, 70 plays a game, including collisions in practice. So, you know, it, it's like, well, have I ever had a concussion? Have I not had a concussion? Uh, I don't know. I've never missed a game. from. I know I've been in a game and a play was called and I got up to the line of scrimmage and I had zero idea what, what the quarterback was talking about and had to have my guard tell me, just block that guy. Yeah. Uh I've I've been in those situations. Um but what I saw Sunday and then again Thursday was egregious because the times have changed and this was put in place uh to protect from situations like this. Uh Tua should have never been able to allow it to come back in the second half of that Sunday game against the Bills. I understand two of the uh, top teams in the AFC, both undefeated, divisional game. Uh, it was it was worth a lot. Tua was standing in there going toe-to-toe battling. And, yes, of course Tua was going to want to come into the game, come back into the game, like everybody else who plays uh, yep. in, in a game of, of any game, but a, really a game of that magnitude. It's two positions on a team that most teams only have one of. That's the quarterback and left tackle. You don't have a bunch of teams with a bunch of left tackles, and you definitely don't have a bunch of teams with a bunch of quarterbacks. I happen to play left tackle. Uh, I've had experiences where I've been hurt and come back into the game and finish the game and end up winning, and coaches have thanked me for that because there is a big drop-off from a starting left tackle to a backup uh, left tackle. 
Normally, the backup left tackle is a utility guy. You can play both sides, left and right. And you you, you get what I'm saying? Totally. Uh, the quarterback position, if you have two quarterbacks, then you don't have any quarterbacks. So, Tua standing toe-to-toe against, you know, a lot of people's odds on favor to win MVP. And uh, the team that a lot of people picked to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, the Buffalo Bills, and Josh Allen wants to come back into the game. It is up to the independent neurologist to protect Mm. him from himself. And when that person fails, it's up to the team and the doctors to protect a player from themselves. And we didn't see any of that happen, and which led to Thursday night, which was horrific and horrifying for the millions and millions of people watching. A lot of moms decided in that moment that their child would never play football. That's the reality of that situation and uh, what that looked like. It's really tough, man, because it's still happening as of last night and is a very wonderful Saturday afternoon news dump. Um, if you follow things NFL-wide on social media in any way, shape, or form. Um, yesterday afternoon uh, came the tweet from the Adam Schefters and the Ian Rappaports of the world saying that together the league and the Players Association have now agreed to a new rule. And I forget the exact – I'm going to try to find it, but the, the exact phrase that they used, um, but – Basically, it said that going forward, if there are visible signs of concussion on the field, you'll not be allowed to come into the game. Oh, that's wonderful. There's one problem with them coming up with that rule. It already exists. (laughs) That rule was already in place. I want to say that real slow. That rule was already in place. When Tua went off the field last Sunday, the only way that he'd be allowed back on the field is if, I don't know, you came up with a fake injury. Oh, I bet you mean a back or an <laughs> um, ankle? Oh. Um, um, it's his back, Bob. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. He's got a back injury because if in any way, shape, or form – People are able to put two and two together and say, that's clearly a visible sign of concussion. He can pass the protocol 50 times in a row, and he's still not allowed back on the field. So what the NFL tried to do, which they have a habit of doing, is telling us that what we see and what we know wasn't true. So unfortunately for them, we live in a day and age of where you can't take us to be that kind of a fool. There are too many experts with too much video who have now lined up around the corner to say, look, I'm a doctor and I've been studying concussions for 40 years and that's a concussion and there's no debate. That's a concussion. So anybody who wants to say, well, gee, he passed the test, doesn't matter. Not allowed back on the field. And then that leads to the second issue which is if you are in the protocol, the minimum number of days for you to get out of the protocol is five. Um, I know you know if we subtract Sunday from Thursday, we don't get five. (laughs) We don't get five. We 
We don't get five. We get four. And so not only could Tua not come back on Sunday, he was not allowed to play on Thursday based on all the rules. Now, you can go ahead and break the rules, which is exactly what the NFL did. Now they want to tell us that they came up with a brand new rule that they already had. Yeah, I, 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 it's just when you're playing with people's lives and their livelihood, that's the part that gets me. It's no way Tua should have ever been allowed to go back in that game on Sunday. If that was the case, he wouldn't have been allowed to play on Thursday. Right? We know that. So they said, like you said, a back injury. But they added to that. They said a back and ankle. Because you can point, oh, the back gave out and his ankle was weak. That's why he stumbled. It's all part of the elaborate lie. And that's the thing that's bothering me. Don't. Right? Don't spit in my face and tell me it's raining. Right? I'm, I have eyes. I've played the game a long time. I see what's going on, me and millions of other people. The people I listened to were the other players that came out and spoke. When John Harbaugh came out, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that, those are the people involved, right? You can get some guy at the bus stop telling you what's what and what's who. But listen to the people who've been involved in it, who've seen it, who know what's going on, and, 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 and that, you know, there was a travesty committed. Now, you can fire this independent neurologist or whatever, but the fact of the matter is the neurologist failed Tua, the Miami Dolphins failed Tua, and the NFL failed Tua. No question. No question about it. And the whole thing about the neurologist, I mean, this was as predictable as anything. The neurologist who was on the, uh, on the job on Sunday, uh, the Miami Buffalo game, has now been fired because he, quote, made some mistakes. Oh, man. I, I mean, of course you have to do that. Yeah. You got to give everybody a pound of flesh. You have to have your fall guy. And, and there it is. And so now they can say, look, we followed all of the rules. And then, you know, Tim Donaghy over here messed everything up for everybody and, and, and didn't, uh, didn't follow the rules and made a bunch of mistakes. There, there, there's no way, there's no way that a, a doctor who is quote unquote independent, there's no way that they're going to make these mistakes. There's no way uh, unless pressure is being put on them by a home team in the back of their own stadium with nobody watching is putting pressure on them. And then add in, this really got me talking about left tackles, Ephraim. Andrew Whitworth, recently retired from the Rams, comes out uh, a couple of days, I think Friday, comes out Friday afternoon, the day after the whole Thursday night thing, and tells the story of one Thursday night football game where he was concussed. He knew he was concussed, and he went back to go through the protocol and talked his way right back onto the field. Of course. This is, an, uh, this is another thing that I think fans don't know. When you say you've got to go past the concussion test, what does that mean? Are we doing some sort of a scan? Or are you just like... I don't know, putting your hands out and walking a line like this is a DUI test or something. Uh, because like everybody's going to react differently to this stuff, and some people are going to be able to talk their way out of the room a hell of a lot better than others. This is what it is. Like Everybody takes a baseline test, right? Every player takes a baseline test, whether it be in training camp sometime during the year. And so 
they test you based on that baseline test and concussion symptoms slow your reaction times down. Now, you can be concussed severely or lightly. It doesn't take you can get a concussion in a car accident. You can get a concussion standing up and hitting your head on the on, on the doorknob. Right, right, like there are levels of it. But a concussion is a concussion when you're playing a contact sport. Any level of being concussed is dangerous when you're going back out there for more contact. Yep. Right? And that's the problem. That's the loophole. That is the loophole. And so if they want to get serious, they got to close that loophole up and really start protecting players from themselves. And you get people who are outside saying, well, they sign up to play the game. It's their responsibilities. Well, when you put something in place to protect players, then it's in place for a reason. Every player I know on the planet Earth would sign up and continue to play. I started 14 games with two broken hands. I started an NFL game 11 days after knee surgery. Like all of these things you would normally be like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that. But I did. (laughs) I mean, that starts with playing football in the first place. Uh, Boy, you probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, right. Like playing (laughs) football is not a great idea for your body. I'm I'm pretty sure. Can you confirm that for me? I will confirm. I can confirm at 46 years old. I've been retired since 2012 years. I'm in pain every single day. Yeah. As I speak with you now, something hurts and will always hurt forever. Um, It's wild. You say if they want to clean things up, they don't. They don't want to clean things up. And here there's one other thing where somehow this also ends up on us, the fans, which we can address Coming up next, there's been a score change in the Sunday night game. We'll update you on what's going on there. With Ephraim Salam, it's Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go. Chiefs up a couple of touchdowns on the Bucks. We'll keep you up to date. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. That's Ephraim Salam. I'm Mark Willard. The NFL has become gas prices. Ephraim, I don't know if you know that, and I know people are listening all over the country, and so everybody rolls their eyes at gas prices, but we can make you feel better uh, out here in california if you're not here in california where we are just about to hit seven dollars a gallon okay so now what you're complaining about in all the other areas of the country no more complaining right so here's why the nfl has become gas prices I hear this every time we have a Deshaun Watson situation. Now we've got a Tua situation. It all comes down to us, right? All we have to do is just stop watching and stop paying so much money for all of this. And then the league will suddenly be forced to have a heart and do some things the right way, which is laughable. I understand that it's a joke, but it it should never have to come to that. We should not be asked to give up something that is clearly our favorite thing. It is the slice of Americana. It's the number one, two, three, four, and five television show every single week in the fall. So why should we have to give that up just because the NFL won't do the right thing? And here's what I mean by the gas prices thing. Like, we're forced. We're basically forced to go ahead and, and, and deal with this against our will, what we watched on Thursday night. As you said, moms all over the country going, like hell, my kid's playing football. Now, there are other options. We don't have to drive to work. We could Uber. We could, we could take the train. We could take a bus. Uh, we could find a way to do this we, without gas prices. We can get a Tesla. <laughs> we can get Tesla. Well, you can get Tesla. Well, anyway, we all had choices. 13 years in the league. Well, we had choices. Okay. <laughs> remember, remember, remember when I said, was playing football a good idea? Maybe you want to amend your answer. Anyway. I, I, look, I, this is what I've always said, and I don't want to cut you off because it's a beautiful no. – I, I don't want to cut you off. I my played bad. football so my kids wouldn't have to. There you That's go. That's it. I, I, I remember you telling me that years ago. That stuck with me. And it, it, it is beautiful. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to walk to work. I know that I can. I know I can get a bike. I know I can grab a ride with a friend. 
I don't want to do any of those things and I shouldn't have to. I'd like to drive my car. Can you please make this workable? Same thing. I don't want to not watch on Sunday. I don't want to not watch on Monday. Hell, during the pandemic, Ephraim, we had Tuesday and Wednesday afternoon football, and guess what? I watched. (laughs) I don't want to turn it off. Why should we have to turn it off for you to just once, like, do the right thing? It's You have all the power. You can do the right thing, and you'll still make a bajillion dollars. You know? I, I agree with that, and 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 that sentiment is is correct, right? It shouldn't take drastic measures from viewers or sponsors for you to do the right thing when you know what the right thing is. It's not like we're guessing or trying to find out w- what's the right thing to do. Um, I haven't met anybody outside of the Miami Dolphins organization that thought Tua should have went back in that game Sunday. And should have been playing in the game Thursday. I I don't know anybody who who thought that was a good idea. I really don't. It's crazy to me. It's it's I mean, uh it, it's whew, that's a tough one, man. And I and look and and our prayers go out to Tua. I hope he can recover. That's something. Don't, like what we saw. I mean, Tua made. And God forbid this, never play again. No matter what he's saying on Twitter, and he just can't wait to get back out there, it, it may never be the same for him. His entire life. That's how serious it is. Yep. And hopefully that's not the case. But, yes, that's how serious that is. I mean, it's even more serious than that, to be honest with you. I, I spent a good hour and a half after the game Thursday night reading – listening to doctors, uh, just trying to gather as much information as I could. And I was so thankful that as I was doing the reading, he had been released from the hospital in Cincinnati because that told me, because, right, whoever that hospital, whoever's working there, they, they don't work for the Dolphins, and the game was over by then. So the fact that they released him, I'm like, okay, some somebody has has decided, like, he's okay to go get on a, on a plane. I, I mean, this man could have died. And I'm not, I'm not being overly dramatic. No, 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 you're and, not. No, that's you no. know what I mean. Yeah, like, like he could have died. He could have died that night, and, uh, and 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 thankfully it didn't go that route. But where this goes next, you and I are likely never going to know the story until maybe someday we hear about you know sixty year old Tua and and whatever's going on with him. But two concussions in four days, yeah, like this was a life changing experience for him, and so. Just just really, really tough. And, and, and to watch so many people who are, as you said it, no one outside the Dolphins organization thinks it should have gone that way. And those in the Dolphins organization have no choice. I've watched Mike McDaniel, who was an assistant here in San Francisco un- until this year. I've watched him get put in the worst situations possible for four days and answer the, all of the questions the worst possible way yeah. that you can answer them. Right. However, what the hell is he supposed to do? There's a billion-dollar organization sitting over his right shoulder with every answer. We just can't see him. But they're sitting there going, dude, you better say don't the right you thing. mess this up. You better say the right thing. So when he sits there and goes, yeah, like beyond the eye test, he was absolutely cleared to come back in the game Sunday. Mike, how do you know that? You were coaching the game. 
You were you were on the field. How on earth are you able to speak to what was going on in the hallways of the stadium at all? But we know what he has to say. We know what everyone who works for the Dolphins has to say. It's as if they're saying it with a gun to their head. Hmm. We just can't see the gun. Yeah, it's – and I know Mike. I, I know Mike uh, well. He was uh, an assistant to the assistant <laughs> in Houston. Uh, he's very bright. Kyle Shanahan, right? Yep. Yes. He's very bright. Um, and, and even before then, he was uh, under uh, Mike Sherman. He was the uh, – like our – Mike Sherman was our O-line coach and then our offensive coordinator – and he 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 worked under uh, under Mike, I, and I told him, I said, "You're gonna end up taking over this league one day. You're gonna be running a team," because he was that bright. Um, and to to have him in this situation to where, you know, it, it, it falls on the coach, right? But the coaches, per collective bargaining agreement, the coaches, um. He doesn't have the ability to make a, a medical uh, choice for or against the player to be in the game. Took it out of the coach's hands. That was part of the agreement. It would right. be up to the independent neurologist or the, in the the team doctors, and that's what it, it happens. But the coach is the one who has to sit up there at the press conference and answer the questions. Right. Right. It's not the neurologist. It's not the team doctors. No, no, it's, right? it's hard. No, we to don't watch. even know what they look like. No, no. This guy who got fired, they're like, it's all taken care of. I'm like, who? who we we who, don't know who that is. Um, no, and do we even know they actually got fired? There's it no way for us to check on anything. It could have been you. Right. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it, it wasn't, oh, okay. but I could be lying. Yeah, right, right, um, right. Yeah. You know, you, you um, know right. who's not lying? A guy we have on our team. He's not a liar. He is a truth sayer. Okay, he's a guy that we look to for the truth, and that's one Stephen T. DeSager. (laughs) And that's a pretty good intro for this one, because I'm about to tell you something that we repeat is true. The entire rushing stats, all all the ball carriers for the Tampa Bay Bucks tonight. Thus, three carries minus three. Oh, my God. Leonard Fournette with all three carries. Kansas City is now leading 38-17 at Tampa Bay, under six minutes to go in the third quarter. The Bucs in their first three games this season allowed 27 points total. They allowed 27 in the first half tonight, and again, it's 38, uh, 28 in the first half. Now it's 38-17 in the third at Tampa Bay. Patrick Mahomes, 220 yards passing, three touchdowns. He is up to 20,000 career passing yards, the fastest ever to reach that mark. This is career game number 67 for Mahomes. Matthew Stafford in 71 games reached that mark. So Kansas City, trying to go to 3-1, and one, leads in the third quarter at Tampa Bay. New England's 1-3. and three. They lost in overtime at Green Bay 27-24 to 24 on a 31-yard field goal as time expired. Aaron Rodgers, two touchdown passes, one interception, returned for a TD. Arizona winner at Carolina 26-16. Baker Mayfield, one TD pass, three turnovers in the loss. Las Vegas beat Denver 32-23. Broncos running back Javante Williams was carted off with a knee injury, feared to be serious, according to NFL Network. Buffalo 3-1 and one after its comeback win at Baltimore 23 20. The Bills trailed 
20-3, to but kicked a short field goal on the final play to win. Philadelphia now 4-0 after beating Jacksonville 29-21. Miles Sanders 134 yards rushing and two scores. Jets scored late to win at Pittsburgh 24-20. And Seattle's win was 48-45 at Detroit. In the London game, Minnesota edged New Orleans 28-25. Wisconsin has fired head coach Paul Christ. Colorado fired head football coach Carl Durrell. Alabama is back to number one in the new college football polls edging Georgia. Florida defeated Eastern Washington today 52-17. Chase Elliott won the NASCAR race at Talladega, his fifth victory of the year. Baseball's regular season ends this Wednesday afternoon, and by the way, all of the season finale games will start at the same time, about 4 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. And tonight in Atlanta, the Braves have beaten the Mets Again, 5-3 the final. So with just a few days left, Braves first in the NL East, now two games over the New York Mets in the standings. Padres lost at home, but they clinched a wildcard berth when the Brewers lost at home in 12 innings. Philadelphia got a win, and the Phillies lead Milwaukee for the last NL wildcard by two games with three to play. Aaron Judge had just one hit this weekend, five walks. 0 for 3 today with three strikeouts and a walk. Yankees lost at home 3-1 to Baltimore. More importantly, Aaron Judge still with 61 homers. His batting average is down to 311. Back to you. Oh, no. 311. Oh, I know. Well, at least they pitched to him today. Right. I mean, the Baltimore Orioles, I mean, nobody, nobody could name an Oriole. Nobody. Nobody could name an Oriole. Uh, they, they, this whole thing is decided. And, and I watched all yesterday. They, they, they wouldn't pitch to him. I'm like, every pitcher doesn't want to be that guy. I'm like, yes, you do. Nobody's heard of you until you, until, <laughs> like, come on. If that were me up there, it'd be tossing it to him underhanded. Here you go, Aaron. <laughs> Soft toss. Soft toss. Come on, bro. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be in that highlight. Oh, gosh. Um, Dave from Salam, Mark Willard. Glad you're with us. Uh, just a reminder, football fans, be sure to tune into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM on Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff every week. It's right. Tune in Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll take you live all the way up to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM. All right. It's not a quarterback controversy, right? In Dallas, (laughs) what's, what's, what's happening here? You know why I'll tell you it's not a quarterback controversy? Why? For the sheer amount of money yep. that they're paying Dak. That's it. Um, Now, if Dak was out an extended period of time, and I'm not talking about a couple weeks, but if we looked up and Dak Prescott was going to be done for four more weeks, Right? and crazier things have happened. And at the end of that four weeks, the Dallas Cowboys were were seven and one. Then I don't think Jerry Jones puts Dak Prescott back in the game. Mm. Dak Prescott is going to get back on that field as soon as possible. As soon as he's cleared, he's going to be he's not going to allow this thing to keep going because that's how he got his start. That's how he became who he is for the very same organization. 
who had a ma- Jerry Jones had a maddening love affair with Tony Romo. Every year he proclaimed he is going to take us to the promised land, and every year he it was failed. He was failed. Dak Prescott came in. It took Stephen Jones to tell his father, "We cannot take Dak Prescott out and put Tony Romo back in. We cannot do it." Hmm. And that's the only reason Dak Prescott is who we have have known the past uh, few years. I mean, you look around the league now and, and the top quarterbacks out there. Uh, this is a more familiar story than we give it credit. Like we, we tend to think, you know, there, there's a Josh Allen, there's a top 10 pick, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you traded up early first round draft pick. Um, you can go around the league and, and, and even guys who have turned in good careers, but we don't ever call them the top in the game, like a Matt Ryan, a Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are all first round draft picks, but not Tom Brady. Nope. Not, not Jalen Hurts. Nope. Um, we can go around the league and find a number of players who became that guy and you sort of fell into it. And you mentioned Dak Prescott. Now, he hasn't won the, the, the big one. And, I mean, neither is Jalen Russell Hurts. Wilson. But you get where I'm going. Russell Wilson, third-round draft pick. Great example. So, a lot of times, guys like that will force their way in. Now, here's the problem. Because I, I love the scenario you just laid out, which is if Dak's out a long time and, and Dallas is running the league, they're 7-1, and one, right? They're 3-1 and one right now. That would be different. But don't you have to be careful about when you bring Dak back? Because there has always been the thought that, you know, next week might be that week, Ephraim. Well, you've beaten the Bengals, the Giants, and the Commanders. The next two weeks, you need to go on the road to the Rams and then the Eagles. Now, if Dak comes back next week and in two weeks, Dallas finds themselves three and three. Hmm. Do we have a conversation brewing? I think um, if Dak comes back, he finishes out the season barring injury. This is not going to be it. Once again, he's making too much money to play that game. So when Dak comes back and he's playing, no matter what, how they finish out, he will be the the starting quarterback. That's just what it's going to be. Now, the only way that doesn't happen is if he doesn't come back and, and you know, much later and Cooper Rush beats the Rams, he beats the Eagles, he beats the Lions and beats the Bears. Now it's now it's like okay now we really gotta we want Dak to get all the way healthy he's not quite there yet right you start getting those type of oh we had a setback with the finger <laughs> doctor yep. said don't want to push it you know so we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be it's gonna will. be interesting, hey, man. It's gonna by, be interesting. I tell you that. By the way, I think like Jerry Jones slipped and fell into the controversy, and then after the game today, 
boy, he tried to dig his way out because he could feel it coming, and he realized he had kind of stepped in mud. I'll tell you what he said coming up next with Ephraim Salam. It's Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Not done yet. With Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection of fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Ephraim, you actually be able to help me uh, kind of set myself up for my show here in San Francisco tomorrow, which will be right there outside of Levi's Stadium getting ready for Monday Night Football since you know Kyle Shanahan so well. Um, so I want to ask you about that before we hop out of here, but I got to pass this along first. Listen to this quote from Jerry Jones who a week ago said, we'd love a quarterback controversy. (laughs) And then after Cooper Rush wins his third straight, quote, I can't say enough about his play. (laughs) What it has possibly done for this team this season to give us a chance to sit here after these last three ball games and maybe have the opportunity we've got for the rest of the year, it's amazing. It's far more than what I would have expected. Well, there you go, Jerry. Good job putting the backup quarterback back in his box. Thanks, Cooper. That was great. Just want to make sure I paint you as a backup again because his phone probably rang after that comment last week. Look, what we know is Cooper Rush is going to get a job. Yep. Cooper Russ is going to have an opportunity to lead a team. Now, people are saying, well, he has better chemistry with uh, with the receivers, with CeeDee Lamb, than Dak does. Well, you know, Dak doesn't play any preseason. So, you know, Dak missed a little bit of practice in training camp. Cooper Rush is throwing. He out there, he's doing his thing. And it's easy to build chemistry with a, a great receiver, right? They run great routes. The difference between route running is, is tremendous, right? We saw it with OBJ and, and Baker Mayfield. It didn't work. The second he got to L.A. and Matthew Stafford, it was like, oh, that's – yeah, right. that's OBJ, <laughs> right? Like it, it's, yep. I, I, I mean, CeeDee Lamb is, 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 is on fire. He's doing his thing. And him and Cooper Rush have a real connection. They really do. And so if Dak isn't on the field in the next couple weeks, there's going to be a problem in Dallas. Not a winning-losing problem because Cooper Rush has shown he's in it to win it. He's playing good ball. 15-27, yep. 223, two, t- two touchdowns. That's 107 passing, Randy. Like he, um, he's playing good ball. It's worth more than a million dollars in, uh, in the NFL world, uh, which is what Cooper Rush is making, and he is headed toward – Unrestricted free agency oh, after this he's season. He's going to make some money. He's going to make some money. 
<laughs> yeah, high-profile enough spot for you there in Big D? Uh, yeah, that's worked out rather well. In fact, if I'm Cooper Rush, I probably want Dak to come back right now and go ahead and start the rest of the year. Don't go to Philadelphia in two weeks and take on Darius Slay. Don't do any of that stuff. Just, yep, we that's saw, my we, tape. We there saw what go. Matt Flynn did. He cashed yep. in, boy. Good Lord, exactly. that man cashed in. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. And never to be heard from again. Ever. Amazing. He cashed Amazing. in a couple times. Oh, good work if you can get it. That's uh, that's excellent. All right. I, I, I do want to hear this. So the 49ers have been some kind of way this year. And I already mentioned earlier, I don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback situation like this. Uh, all the resources that go into an early first-round draft pick at the quarterback position, followed by keeping the guy you're replacing, and then there he is, and oh my gosh, very complex. You know Kyle Shanahan so well. He's had a rough couple of weeks here mm-hmm. with the media and the fan base. Oh, if you're such a genius, uh, well, you know where, where's a good play call once in a while? What What's your take on this awkward transition what Jimmy looked like last week, and and therefore their chances to get right uh, uh, against the Los Angeles Rams tomorrow night. Well, the thing we know about this Rams Niners matchup with Kyle, involving Kyle Shanahan, have the Rams ever beat the Niners with Kyle Shanahan there? Outside of the NFC Championship game, no, no, right in the regular season. It's it's for whatever reason. Doesn't matter what the team looks like or anything. <laughs> right. It's a struggle for the Rams to beat the 49ers. And so Kyle Shanahan feels comfortable going against them. And when an offensive coordinator and head coach feel comfortable going against you, then that's a problem for you defensively. <laughs> Because they they know you, they know what you try to do to them, and they know how to exploit that, and that's what we're that's that's what we've seen happen. Uh, so this is be a, a perfect opportunity for them to get right against a top quality opponent, the the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, really good Monday night matchup on deck and uh, a whole lot of fun for us on deck the, uh, the rest of the year and going forward. My man, I'm, I'm so excited to be here with you every single Sunday night going forward. That was a whole lot of fun. Brother, we locked in. You know us, man. We get busy together. Piece of cake, piece of cake, just like riding a bike. There it is. For Ephraim Salam, I'm Mark Willard, and things continue on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.